Shalom to all. Today's office, Sukkot Nun Hey, we are starting seven lines from the top, the third word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, yesterday we learned of the opinion of Rav Acha that each carbon Musaf gets its own Takiyas, and therefore, if there were two Musafim, such as Shabbos or Shchaydesh, then we would blow nine Takiyas for each one and not just one set of nine. Now, at the end of the Gemara, we refuted his sheet by quoting a Braiso that learned from the Pasuk, Uvarashay Chachechem, that only one set of blasts is sounded, no matter how many Musafim are brought, but the Gemara didn't explain how exactly we learn it from that Pasuk, and now today's Gemara starts out with that question, my Talmuda, how do we learn from that Pasuk of Uvrashei Chachechem that we have only one set of blast? Amr Rabbi, he says, Amr the Pasuk tells us, Uvrashei Chachechem, Hokshu Kol Chadashem Kulam we compare all months to each other, and just like the majority of the months do not fall out on Shabbos, Rosh Chedesh doesn't fall out on Shabbos, and therefore we're only going to have one Karba Mosaf and one set of blasts, so too, every single month, every Rosh Chedesh, we're only going to have one set of blasts, not two set of blasts, that's even if we're going to have two Musafim, and by the same token, anytime we have two Musafim, him, even if it's going to be Shabbos that falls out on Yontif, we're only going to have one set of Shaifer blasts. Now, Ravashi Amr, he says, Ksiv Chachechem, it says Chachechem, but since it doesn't have a Yud, we read it singular, your month. Uksivan also says Uvrashay, and if we read that together, that would be Uvrashay Chachechem, the beginnings of your month, singular, the Rashim, and which month has two beginnings, that's Rosh Hashanah. But nonetheless, Amr Rahman, the Torah says Chachechem, Chadhi, your month, it's considered like one, and we're only going to have one set of blasts, even though we have two Musafim. And Vaitainu, we have another brass that's going to prove the same thing. In the first day of Chalamayid, what would they say? Meaning, what capital Tehillim would the Levim sing when the carbon Musaf was being brought for that day? That's on the first day, that's Parak Chavtes of Tehillim. What about the second day of Chalamayid? That's Parak Nun of Tehillim. The third day, what would they say? This is the second half of Kapitol Tzadi Dalad. What would they say on the fourth day? Which is the first half of Kapitol Tzadi Dalad. What would they say? which is capital pay Aleph, and Bashishi what would they say? You might do the arts, which is capital pay bays. The reason why we had all these Prakim of Tehillim specifically is because each one of them has something unique that has to do with Sukkot, and Rashi goes at length to explain that. However, says the Bryce of him, if Shabbos falls out on one of these days of Sukkot, you might do Yitches, so you might do this last capital of Tehillim that's pushed off. Now, Rav he had a simon, he had this mnemonic to make it easy to remember what the order was. Humbahi, that's the first letter of the first one of these Sukkot that we just quoted. Now, if Papa if Papa had a different simon, whom Habi, and he switched around day four and day five, and that's why the hay and the bays are switched around. Vesimanech, and how is it that we're supposed to remember what Rav Safra said? Because that's what we do. Ambuha de Sifri. Now, literally, Ambuha de Sifri means the troops of children and parents that are going to Sifri, they're going to Cheder. The word Safri over here is similar to the name Safra, like Rav Safra, and the word Ambuha is similar to the word Humbahi, and therefore Rav Safra is the one that gave the mnemonic of Humbahi and not Humhabi. But now we conclude, this is refutation to Rav Why is that? Because if we're going to have separate shayfer for every Musaf, like Rav Acha said, then we should also have a separate parak of Tehillim song. The fact that on Shabbos we skip the one that should have been said if it was during the week shows that we also only blow one set of blasts for the Musaf and not more. So we have a refutation to Rav Acha. But now the Gemara asks for Rav Acha Marchanino, Kromas Isakamar. He had quoted a Pasuk and a Brisa proving his Shita. So Ravin, he explains, Laimar, what's the Pasuk and Brisa teaching us? Shemarichim Betkios, that we elongate the Tekios. We only blow one blast of Tekios for those two Musaf, and however, we blow them very long so that we can finish both Musafim at the same time while we have the shofar blast sounding. And Rabbanu Tekesar Mishmed Rav Acha Amri, they answer, Laimar, what that Pasuk and Brasa teaching us? Shemar Bebetaikin, that we actually increase the trumpeters, the number of people that are blowing trumpets, the number of people that are blowing Tekiyas. However, we still keep with the same number of Tekiyas. And now the Gemara is going to ask a question regarding the Pesukim to be recited on Chalamoy during Musaf. The Gemara asks, We have two days, what are we supposed to do? So this is a little bit of a lengthy question, so let's try to pay attention. Because of the Sveika the Yaima, the doubt of when Yantif really is, those living in Chutzla 
Lord's keep two days of Yontif. So to spell it out, the first day of Yontif might not really be Yontif. Perhaps only the second day of Yontif is really Yontif. Or maybe the first day of Yontif really was, and then the second day would be the first day of Chalmaid. Perhaps the first day of Chalmaid is really the second day of Chalmaid because the first day of Yontif was really Yontif. And as we said, this Gemara is referring to the Psukim there to be recited during Musaf, signifying that day's Musaf. So technically, every day, two days worth of Psukim should be said because this day could technically be, let's say, for example, day three or day four of Chalmaid. But here's where it gets sticky. On the second day of Yontif, which we said might actually be the first day of Chalmaid, we can't recite the Psukim for Chalmaid because that's a Zilzal to Yontif. Because in the eventuality, this day really is Yontif. Reciting those Psukim would be treating it like a Chal. And by that same token, when we get to Shemini Atzeres, we can't also recite Psukim for the last day of Chalmaid because if it really is Shemini Atzeres, then it would be a Zilzal to mention Chalmaid then. So bottom line is, and in Chutzlar, there's only five days of Chalmaid that Psukim can be said, but six days worth that need to be said. So what are we supposed to do with this extra day? When are we supposed to say that day is Pasuk? So Abai Yomar, he says, the second day is Pesukim, those are pushed off and we're not going to say them. Since the second day is Yontif and Chutzla Arz, we're going to recite the Pesukim for the first day and not Chalamayid. The third day, which is definitely Chalamayid according to all counts, will have the third day's Pesukim recited, thereby day two's Pesukim being completely skipped. Rav Armor, he says, Shvi Yitche, the seventh day's Pesukim, those are going to be pushed off. We go in order. So the first day of Chalamayid and Chutzla Arz, we say the Pesukim for the second day and keep on going in order once we get to the seventh day, which is Suffolk Shemini Atzeris, and the seventh day's Pesukim are then going to be skipped. And Tani Kavasi to Rava, we have a brass like Rava, this brass that we just quoted previously, if Shabbos falls out on one of the days of Sukkot, then you might do Yidcha, you might do which is that last capital of Tilm, which is going to be sung by the Karba Mosav, that's going to be pushed off. So we see from here that we just pick up where we left off, even though by Shabbos there was a pause, we're going to pick up where we left off, and therefore the last one is going to be dropped, so too over here, that we're going to start with the second day's Psukim, and then the last one, the seventh day's Psukim, that's going to be dropped. And now we have a totally different way of looking at it, and this is actually what we do in Chutzl Arts nowadays. Isken Ameir ben Ameir, he established in Arda, the Medalgi Delugi, that we actually skip backwards, which means that on the first day of Chalamayid and Chutzl which is really the third day of Sukkot, day three and day two are recited, and so on, which means the second day of Chalamayid and Chutzl which is really the fourth day of Sukkot, day four and day three are recited, and then we're able to get all the Psukim in. And now, Nonhe would be on the top with the brand new Mishnah, we're going to have a quick introduction beforehand. We know that the Kayhanim were divided into 24 Mishmaris. Each week, a different Mishmar serves in Beis HaMikdash, and Kayhanim of other Mishmaris were not allowed to serve then. This was suspended on Yontif, where all the Mishmaris served in Beis HaMikdash bring the Yontif related Karbanas. Now, important to note, the first day of Sukkot, 13 bulls were brought, and that number decreased by one every single day, namely 12. The second day, 11. The third day, so on and so forth. So now the Mishnah tells us, Yontif Rishon Shachag, the first day of Yontif, the first day of Sukkot, Hayusham Yud Gimel Parim, there were 13 Parim, 13 bulls, Elim Shnaim, two rams, Vesar Echen, and one goat, and that means that that's a total of 16 animals for a total of 16 Mishmars that could bring one animal each. Nishtai Rusham Yud Dalad Kvasal Mishmar, so now we have 14 lambs every single day, 14 lambs were brought, and that's left over for the eight remaining Mishmars that haven't brought a carbon yet. So Biyoyim Rishon on the first day, Shisha Makriv Mishnayim Shnaim, six Mishmars bring two lambs each. Vahashar Echad Echad, and the remaining two Mishmars each bring one lamb. Basheni on the second day of Sukkot, when we dropped a bowl, now we only bring twelve bowls, right? So Chamisha Makriv Mishnayim Shnaim, five Mishmars are going to bring two kvasim each. Vahashar and the remaining Mishmars Echad Echad are going to bring one kavas each. Bashlishi on the third day, when we drop another bowl, Dalad Makriv Mishnayim Shnaim, so four Mishmars are going to bring two bowls each. Vahashar and the remaining Mishmars Echad Echad are going to bring one of the remaining kvasim, and we keep on going with this calculation, Baravi, on the fourth day of Sukkot, we have three Mishmars bring two Kvasim each, and the remaining Mishmars are going to bring one each. On the fifth day of Sukkot, we have two Mishmars bring two Kvasim each, and the remaining Mishmars are going to bring one Kvas each. On the sixth day, only one Mishmar gets to bring two Kvasim, and the remaining Mishmars, each one gets to bring one. And on the seventh day, everyone's equal, everyone's going to bring one of the Kvasim because there are not enough bulls to be brought. So therefore, we have a lot of Mishmars left over 
and they're all each going to bring one keves. They go back to taking lots like the regular regalim, like the regular yom tevim, where there are not so many karbanas, like on sukkahs, there's so many karbanas, so there's a lot of opportunity to have all the mishmars bring, but on other yom tevim, there are not so many karbanas, so therefore they just draw lots to decide who's going to bring karbanas, and the same thing on shmini atzeres, because only one bull is brought on shmini atzeres. And Amru, they would say, whoever brought bulls today, he's not going to bring tomorrow, they go in a circle, and Rashi points out that each mishmar had the opportunity to be makar power three times throughout sukkahs, and two mishmars only got to bring a par twice. And now the Gemara suggests, name us and Rebbe, he Let's say our mission is Rebbe and not the Rabbanon. Why is that? The time you have a brisa, par habab shmini, the single par which is brought on shmini at zeres, but chila mefisa nol of divrei Rebbe. Rebbe holds that they draw lots for it. All twenty-four mishmars get to draw lots to decide who's going to bring that par. But v'chamayim they say achas mishtei mishmars deloy shil shuparim oisayosay. Only one of the two mishmars that didn't get a chance to bring a par three times throughout sukkahs, they're the one that gets to bring that par on shmini at zeres. So our mission that had said b'shmini chazri l'fayaski beragolam that on the eighth day we go back to drawing lots seems to be like Rebbe and not like the Chachamim because according to the Chachamim it seems to be that we're not going to draw lots on Shemini Atzeres. So the Gemara says not arrive. Field him Rabbanon our Mishnah could even be the Rabbanon. Atu shtei Mishmaris le'afusi bai. Do those two Mishmaris not need to draw lots? We still have to choose which one of those two gets to do it so they have to draw lots as well and therefore our Mishnah could be the Chachamim. Now come on Al-Zahadetanyo who's the following brass alike? Kol Mishmaris Shani Su Mishal Shalais every single Mishmar got to bring a par twice and three times Chutz Mishnei Mishmaris except for two Mishmaris they only got to bring a par twice and not three times. Name a Rebbe Valarabanon. Let's say that's Rebbe and not the Rabbanon. Because we just said, according to the Rabbanon, one of those two Mishmars that didn't get to bring a par three times throughout Sukkot did get to bring that par on Shemin Atzeres. So it's not that two Mishmars didn't get to bring a par three times. Only one Mishmar didn't get to bring a par three times, according to the Rabbanon. So clearly this brass is like Rebbe, not the Rabbanon. So Gemara says, No, I feel Rabbanon, that brass could even be the Rabbanon. What does that mean? They didn't bring it three times. That means on Sukkot they didn't bring a par three times. However, on Shemin Atzeres, one of those two Mishmars is going to end up bringing a par that third time. So the Gemara asks, my Kamash Malan, what's the Chiddush? Ha Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is, Mishahikir Parm Hayyim, whichever Mishmar got to bring Parm that day of Yontif, Loyak of Lamacher, he's not going to be able to bring the next day, El Chazim Chalila, they go in a circle, they go in a rotation. And now, Rabbi Lazar, he says, Hanishiv Parm Kenegin me. What do these 70 Parm correspond to? Across Yontif, we bring 70 Parm, that starts 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, and we're going to add those up for a total of 70. So what do they correspond to? Kenegin Shivim Umais, they correspond to the 70 nations of the world, it brings about a certain atonement for them. And Parichidi Lama, why do we bring that individual Parm Shmin Hatzaras? That's corresponding to this single individual nation, obviously referring to Klai Yisrael. Mashal Melch Basavdam, this is the Mashal to a king of flesh and blood. Shamal Avadav, he said to his servants, Asuli Sudagadayla, make a large banquet for me. Luyayim Achran, the last day of the banquet, Amar Laayava, he said to his loved one, Asuli Sudagatanim, make a small Suda for me. Kadeshahanim and so that I could have benefit from you. And that's all of Sukkis is corresponding to all the nations of the world, whereas the last day, Shemin Atzeres, is just us and Akash Barchu. And Amar Biyachanan, Oilhem Laayavadik Chavim, woe to the Gentiles, Shavdu, Vein Yaydim Shavdu. They lost something and they don't even know what they lost. At the time we had the Mizbech with all these 70 parm that brought a certain atonement for them. What's going to bring the atonement for them? Now this Mishnah continues with the theme of the last one that all the Mishmars of the Kaihanim were equal when it came to the Karbanos of the Chag. Three times of the year the Shalosh Regalim all the Mishmars were equal with the Emurim that were brought on that Regal they all got to distribute them equally and with the distribution of Lechem upon him usually only the Mishmar that was coming in and the Mishra that was leaving got to have the Lechem upon him. However, on Yontif, on the Shalash Regalim, all the Mishmars got to have it evenly. But Saras, Oimer Loy, on Shavuos, he would tell him who's he telling him. That's the Kayin who is giving out the Lechem upon him. He would tell the Kayin receiving Lechem upon him, Helech Matzah, take Matzah. The Lechem upon him was Matzah. And he would say, Helech Chametz, take some Chametz, which was referring to the Shteh Lechem, which was brought on Shavuos. It was actually Chametz, it was not Matzah. And this is coming to 
tell us that he has to receive an equal part of every single carbon. You're not allowed to give him two parts matzah and no chametz or two parts chametz, no part matzah. You have to give him a little bit of every single carbon. And Mishmar Shazmani Kavua, the Mishmar that had a set time, it was that Mishmar's time to be working in the base of Mekdash. Humakrev Tamidim, that Mishmar gets to bring all the karbanis Tamid, Nadar Munadavis, all the vowed and donated karbanis that people had vowed and donated throughout the year, and they brought them on the Shal Shrigalim, Ushar Karbanis Sibar, and all the other karbanis Sibar, Umakrev Sakhal, and they were able to bring everything. Meaning the only things that all Mishmars got to take part of were the karbanis unique to Yantif and Lechem Aponim. But the other karbanis were brought exclusively by that week's Mishmar. And now the Gemara asks, we had said in the Mishnah that all the Mishmars get to split the Emuri Haragalim equally, but Emuri Haragalim Shal these Emurim, they're the sacrificial parts, they're burned on the Mizbech. How could you say the Kayhanim take them and eat them? So Amr Chisli says, no, what does that mean, Emuri Haragalim? Masha Amr Biragalim, that which is said in the Pasuk about the Regalim, meaning all the Kabanis that are brought and are eaten. So Emurim does not mean sacrificial parts, it means Masha Amr, that which was stated about the Regalim. And Tanarban, we have a Brisa. How do we know that all the Mishmars, they get to split the Avaidah and the eating of the Emuri Regalim equally? Tamalim, the Pasuk says, and he, referring to a Kayin, is able to come with all that his heart desires and serve in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, this implies that he's able to come to the Beis HaMikdash whenever he wants, even though it's not his Mishmar and serve. Now, you might think that means that anytime he wants throughout the year, he's able to come to the Beis HaMikdash and serve in the Beis HaMikdash, even though it's not his Mishmar. That's why the Pasuk says, He's coming from one of your gates, from one of your cities. It's only said that a Kayin's allowed to serve in the Beis HaMikdash, even though it's not his Mishmar, that's only when all of Israel goes in through one Shar, meaning they're all in the same city. That's everyone going up to be either regal, they're in Yushalayim. So then a Kayin, even though it's not his Mishmar, he's able to serve in the base of Mikdash and he's able to take an equal part of all the Imurim, all the different sacrificial kabonis that are brought on Yontif. However, the rest of the year, he's not able to do so. We're going to pause here for the day, pick up tomorrow with we'll talking about the Lechem upon him. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.